I just had a physical. I just had a physical. Starting with cholesterol. You had my cholesterol was lower than every one of y'all's. Oh, I don't believe that. I bet my cholesterol is lower than yours. Let's do it. Let's do it, then. I'm bet. I'm gonna go to H E B now. Let's let's bet a steak dinner with extra bacon. Wow. Okay. I'm down. So y'all, yeah. y'all both got to go to like a Walgreens in the corner where they have those little things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's do that. Cholesterol? You got to do that's a blood test. Blood pressure. Yeah, that's yeah, not cholesterol. God. All right. All right, Cook, let's do it. So, right, we'll you know what's funny? Huh? What? Uh, uh, I think we should do We should do a cholesterol challenge and a blood pressure challenge. We should totally do that. Right, we're old, do and we're boomers. We can do that <laughs> now. Uh, but... What's it called? Let me remind me to share something with you guys after the podcast. I want to share it on the podcast. I don't want to. I don't want to share his info on the podcast, but I'll tell y'all after the fact. So, Sounds good. About somebody. So, yeah. Is so, it about Jason Kelsey? Just in case. That dude was part. No, it's not about Jason Kelsey. It's not about Travis either. Did you see? I, I don't uh, think he parted as hard as he did the uh, AFC Championship game. Him and Taylor Swift slammed a beer. Did you not see that? No, I she slammed a beer that. with. And I'm one separate. of the other girls that was there. No, it was Jason Kelsey. No, it was, no, was a girl. I don't remember Jason Kelsey. He was Maybe, standing I right mean, behind it's, her. It's possible, but I don't remember that. So, so I was pretty lit, oh. you know, watching the game. So, were you? I was, <laughs> really? Did yeah, you have some? Uh, well, y'all were texting some insane things. So, did you, I don't did you have some Patron? <laughs> Not. <laughs> was it? I wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, what's insane things are being texted? What was what? Who said something it's, it's insane? It's mainly coming from Carrie. In we most defense, most but of the, the things truth. y'all text is pretty stupid on a daily basis, anyway. So yeah, uh, and, yeah. and so the bar yeah. was even in, y'all, set in by, y'all's defense. You still were jumping over it. You must be insane, yeah. insane. The only crazy thing I said, and it was true, was that Cook again was like just pushing politics all over the place during the, during that. That was yeah. not me exactly. So that was, was the only thing that was going commercial. on. So I, I will say, I think we, we, you know, of all the things we were arguing last week with Steve Largen and Bruce Smith and blah, 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 we did solve one argument once and for all, I think. What's that? Kelsey, nine catches for 93 yards. Kittle, two catches for four yards. Yeah. Cook was talking about how it was pretty oh, even yeah. between Kelsey <laughs> yeah, and Kittle. Not even. And I was like, not even. Yeah, it's not even. He's like, I'll give a slight edge because he's won a Super Bowl. And we were all like, two catches. Four yards, Cook. Yeah. Yep. Hey, I yeah. agree. Okay. I agree. He, he was not a factor at all. No. Kelsey is the greatest tight end of all time. And Kelsey had what? Did he have like one yard at halftime? And then yeah. something like that. He, yeah. He just went, did Kelsey things. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what that's what the NFL script writers want you to do. They want to get you there like, what's there going was on? No you yeah. yeah. It was totally scripted. How could, how could, you, how could you score a touchdown with like, Six seconds left in overtime, and the other team not knowing. They did the it last year. Come on, yeah. come on. But this whole this whole thing is scripted. But it's, it's scripted. not six seconds in overtime. It's just the first quarter. That's the oh, whole that's thing. True. If it had ran to zero, it would have just started in another quarter. That's true. So, and and how does the other team not yeah. know the OT rules? Yeah, how does that happen? That's shocking. Know the rules. Yeah, yeah. Come on, script writers. Come it on. Like, it was like Ron Rivera was coaching the team. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, um, is this the Super Bowl? I didn't know we were in it. There's been a lot of debate, though, on what the right call is about with these new rules. And we we can get into that later. I would defer. Yeah, it's kind of like college. Like, you want to see what they do first. Yeah. They get a field goal, then I know I got four downs. Well, you got four downs either way. Yeah, I know. I mean, 
you could also want to set the tone. I mean, at that point, you could say that KC had the all the momentum because they just drove down the field and tied the game. So do you really want to give them the ball right back? I see your point on that. But I, I view it as I'd want to punch them in the face with my defense. But, you know, they were not having plans. They were not playing very well that. Yeah. I yeah. think that Greenlaw injury really played itself out later in the game. Look at this. Well, they, had, they had a bunch of injuries, though. Yeah. It yeah, wasn't just did. Greenlaw. They I were mean, dropping yeah. everything. Debo was in and out, and Kittle left. And I think there was another uh, a defensive player. Like, they yeah. were just. We'll see. Thinner that, as well. That goes back to that goes back to the scriptwriters and putting them at the UNLV facility. What oh, see? Uh-huh. It's all yeah. all scripted. So you and guys were strained ligaments and muscles that they yeah. were whining about the the turf, you know, and maybe the turf had something to do with Greenlaw's bad knee. Oh no, the see? turf at the Super Bowl was great. Well, I know, but he had yeah. he had no he had been doing damage on it all week. Oh, I see. What you're Over at yeah. UNLV, <laughs> yeah, on their shoddy surfaces. So he yeah. should be suing UNLV for this. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he should this? be bouncing around and then take a large step backwards to try to throw yourself forward. Dude, that so. guy was on. He was like popped up on Mountain Dew or something. I don't I mean, think that, it was Mountain Dew. He looked like that's Sosa. Trying, I'm trying to be polite. Yeah, he looked yeah. like Sosa bouncing around, and he looked like Sosa after like three Dr. Peppers. Yeah. Jumping up and well, down. How, how would I be after three Dr. Peppers? Dude, I don't know. I don't know that we, anybody wants to know. Have <laughs> you ever had three Dr. Peppers in a row? <laughs> like consecutively? Or like I mean, one of those, what are those ones they sell now? They're like liter size. You should, yeah. just, it's not two liters, but one liter. You should drink mm-hmm. one of those and just, we'll just see what happens. And then do the podcast or what? Yeah. No, yeah. just in life. Just, just, See if you can just see if you could be still. Yeah, but I mean, I can't just like do it and like be by myself. It's like the same no, thing. No, no, no. We'll be with you. Oh, we'll okay. Good. House. Okay. We'll make we'll have like okay. food or something. We'll make you drink a Dr. Pepper. We'll all sit around and see what happens. Your mind like will science. explode. Like science experiment. <laughs> Your mind will explode. That way. I got my own capacities held in check over here. Come on now. <laughs> um we should probably get into the show and talk some sports, huh? Since we're done sure. with cholesterol and Dr. Peppers and everything. Um, before, I just want to let you know that this episode is being brought to you by Cocaine Hippos, Mutant oh. Wolves, and Steve Largent. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. T- well, have you heard Steve. of those things? Have you well, heard I, of the first two? I know Cocaine Hippos. That's okay. Uh, I've heard that's of Steve Escobar's. Largent. I don't know what the other two things you're talking about or Escobar had what hippos. is going on. I'll let John explain the cocaine hippos and I'll explain so, grief. So uh Pablo Escobar uh down in Colombia wanted some hippos. So he somehow got some hippos and he brought them to his ranch or whatever. But hippos are not native to the Amazon and there's no natural predator for them. So they grew and they bred and he, he had a bunch of them. And then when he just left them alone or he was killed or whatever, they just kind of went off into the wild. And to this day, there are still like a small colony of hippos in Colombia that they, I mean, unless I guess you just go out and start shooting them, that they they can't, because all there is is vegetation and, and that's all they eat in, in, the, in the rivers and stuff. And so they're just plowing down, eating all this vegetation that, and there's no, uh, in Africa, they have droughts. So, you know, they have a, a dry season and it's wet all the time in South America. So these things are just eating and breeding and eating and breeding and they have no predators. So there are the so cocaine been called hippo. The cocaine they're, they're, hippo yeah, they're called cocaine wow. hippo or Escobar hippos. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. That's and the other one, the other one, the, the other wolves, one. wolves are the fact that um, there's been some scientists that have been studying the wolves over in Chernobyl. Right. And before this, before the Ukraine war started, right, they were studying these wolves and they're trying to figure out, you know, how did they respond to all this radiation after all the years, you know, Chernobyl, how do they respond to it? Basically, they've had so much radiation that they've absorbed it uh, that they're almost cancer resistant. Not that the fact that they can't get cancer, but there's so much radiation in their body that it keeps cancer away longer than a normal animal would. And so they're calling them mutant wolves right now because of the fact that they're not cancer resistant, but they're. So we should just are... all dose ourselves at high levels. Well, of yeah. I was like, how do they only live like a year or two with all this radiation? Or uh, that... that I don't know. That I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's keeping cancer at bay, but it's also probably killing them. In yeah. Ways. It's, it's the, it's the Wolverine antimat, uh, animatium Anti thing. Antim what is it? Oh, I'm saying it wrong. Antiminium. More sport. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. so, so there you Adamantium. go. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> episode one eighty nine of Off Our Game. Here we go. Actually, good actually the real stuff. Uh, we are on Facebook. We are on X. We actually got email. We're going to answer the email here shortly. Uh, like I said, if you enjoy our show, please like us on Facebook. Like us on X. Share, comment on anything that we do post. Um, or share. It might be ridiculous. Sometimes I say ridiculous things on X. Uh, we are on Spotify. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, you would be surprised the rare occasion that it happens. Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Uh, like I said, um, like and share us there as well. So, like I said, episode 189. Um, let's, uh, should we start with the emails? I know we finally got an email. Let's do it. Yeah, we can start with it just uh, because it actually had to do with the Super Bowl. Okay. But it was questions pre-Super Bowl. Uh, but we didn't okay. get this email until after we did our show last week. Okay. Uh, but this comes from Kenneth. He says, hello, this is Kenneth. He goes, here's some questions I have for the podcast. Um, intriguing questions about the football for your podcast. Number one, in what ways do you believe the path to victory between Mahomes and Purdy differs and what tactical adjustments that can be expected by each to win the Super Bowl? And then he's got another question after that, but we can answer this one first. Uh, I'll, I'll just say right off the bat, just Mahomes' ability to scramble out of the pocket. Like in that last drive, the last couple of drives, really, but really the last drive, like I was watching it with my son and I was like, it was, they were in the midfield somewhere and it was like third and one, I think, or fourth and one. Or, and then there was another one that was like third and four. And I was like, I, I said, you watch, he's going to go to the line. They're going to get pressure on him and he's just going to bounce out and run. And then he bounced out and run, slid. And then another time, his ability to just scramble and get out of the pocket and do whatever. And, and we've had this discussion. You can't hit him. So he's just going to rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, and work his way down the field when it matters most. And he's going to be Patrick Mahomes. I will I will second what you're saying, but I'll also add Andy Reese play calling. I thought the longer – that game went on. I thought Andy Reid got a better feel for what the Niners were trying to do, and I thought his play calling got better. So I'll second what you're saying, but also add Andy Reid and the play calling. So, but, I mean, kind of think of it this way, like go pre-Super Bowl. So he was, you know, he, he's asking, you know, what their path to victory mm -hmm. would have been and how it differs between the two. Mm -hmm. For me, and, and we really saw it play out, and this is the way I, I would have said uh, that – 
you know, Mahomes, like you said, he's got to be able to scramble. And so he, there was times when he got boxed in and, and wasn't able to get out and that's, they held him in control. And so, you know, he has to have that freedom to be able to, you know, throw the ball, you know, scramble out, throw the ball or run. And with Purdy, I think for him and the way that it ended up, would he would what he needed was a good pocket. He can scramble, but he needed a good pocket and have time to throw to those. You know, he's got some great receivers, and so it, the difference would be that you wanted Brock to be comfortable in a pocket, and you wanted Mahomes to be able to scramble and make plays. And and, and you really kind of saw it. Yeah, to your point, like when they when the 49ers had their great lane rushing with their integrity, Mahomes had problems with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they trapped him in the pocket and they got him. And Purdy, anytime Chris Jones got in his face or they had any kind of blitz up the gut that got through, he had problems. Right. Yeah, yeah that so. second half when when KC started getting that pressure in Purdy's face, you know, with those those mixed up blitzes, Mm-hmm. And, and they were hiding them too. They were some great blitzes that they were bringing in, and yeah. that's when his his Purdy's game just fell apart. Was it McDuffie that got yeah. that? That was on that corner blitz that yeah. just yeah. blindsided him. He got him yeah. good. And matter of fact, if yeah. you watch that play in slow motion, when he gets hit, you can see him going like, "Oh, yeah, it's it's interesting." And like yeah. Romo even said, like on some, there was another one where Chris Jones got in his face and he overthrew Debo in the end zone. That. You know, if if they just had that extra one or two seconds, then he those would have been completions, right? And then uh, what you were like you were saying about uh, Mahomes. I mean, they 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 had him bottled up most of the game, but it was just in that fourth quarter and on. And Romo was even drawing it out. He was like, I, I had Cook yelling in my brain. It was like, <laughs> if you have these defensive ends and they can contain him and just you know lane integrity on the outside and make him go up the middle. Dang. Anytime he broke out of the uh, the exterior, he was gone. And I just yeah. like, hear and contain, contain, contain. And that's really a sign of, of the of the game. I mean, you knew it, San Francisco's defense was very aggressive, and I think they played themselves out too soon. Um, I know it's it, you don't want to tell these guys not to play their hardest, you know, when they're out there on the field, but – I think they gassed out. And then that's when Mahomes says, all right, it's my time. And he just would, he could do whatever he wanted at that point. You could tell at the end of the game, man, people were, ga- I mean, I thought, I thought at one point McCaffrey was going to die on the field. That dude yeah. looked yeah. absolutely exhausted. I mean, yeah. they left it all out on the field. It's just, and I think, you know, like you're talking about more. for the question, talking about keys to victory or pass to victory. I think with Kansas City, they needed to rely on Mahomes more. I think Purdy needed a very successful and heavy McCaffrey day, which it started out that way. But you know, he had a, he faltered a couple times here and there too. Yeah. So it wasn't the. Uh, it was a good game. I think it was one of the most entertaining Super Bowls I've watched in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially for someone who didn't have a dog in the fight per se. You know, if I had a dog in the fight, that might have been a lot more stressful. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. I, I I say one thing though too, and I, looking at the game too, I thought. Purdy was trying to scramble at times. I think she really was, but I thought the Chiefs did a really good job, something that the Niners did not do, which is spy. I thought the Chiefs did a good enough job to keep a spy in at certain times because you saw what Purdy did against the Lions, right? You saw what he did against the Lions, right? And I thought that the Chiefs did a really good job of 
there was a spy a few times, and when Purdy saw that, I thought I think and got caught a couple times. I thought he was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I can't do it because you saw him scramble what maybe a couple of times, but nothing like crazy like he did against the Lions. And I thought the Chiefs did an excellent job of either keeping a spy or thinking that there was a spy on Purdy uh, yeah. throughout that game. So, and I also yeah. think the inability to get Debo, you know not necessarily open, but getting the ball and getting him Mm -hmm. some plays. I mean, I think that really had a big effect, you know, because that's that's your play, one of your playmakers. You're outside of McCaffrey. That's your top guy. And they pretty much shut Debo down. It's interesting you say that. I think I underestimated, even though they had a great season, the Kansas City defense. I think I didn't want to believe wholeheartedly that this Kansas City defense was that good. And I think that they really showed yesterday that they were that good. Because like yeah. you said, they did shut down Devo, and they really kind of held Ayuk in check too. It was really Jennings, their third option yeah. at receiver that was really making any damage. And if you can, if you're on a defense and you take those two out and you've got George Kittle on Yeah, shut him down too. Yeah. Then, I mean, mm-hmm. if that's what's happening, then, I mean, come on. I mean, there's nothing really you can do about it. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah. You knocked out those three. Yeah, I'll tell you, this is the stat line for Debo and Ayuk. This is six catches for 83 yards. Was yeah. between Debo the two and yeah. between the two of them. If you go into the game and you tell them you can have this, then they'd take that every day. Yep. Yeah. And I'll give you another stat too. And I, I think you, I completely agree with you, Cook. I think the Chiefs defense was completely underappreciated going into this game. Even, I guess, overlooked, maybe even overlooked going into the game, right? They have held throughout the season, they have held teams under 28 points 21 times this season that is more than the 2000 ravens did they play 21 games well maybe not 21 but they have maybe the past two years maybe maybe the past two years playoff games right so they did it every game this season right so yeah so nobody scored over over what 28 28 points that's pretty impressive not to have a single in 21 games nobody scored more than 28 points that's impressive yeah I don't know. I'll, let me confirm that real fast. But yeah, and I, me and Mullis talked about that. If we were watching the game. The, the first quarter, I, I was just like, "Hey, who benefits this more right now? The low-scoring game, basically, the Chiefs or the Niners? Who does this benefit more as a game goes along?" In my mind, it was the Chiefs because I agree. If the if the Chiefs were keeping the game close while the offense, in a sense, was trying to find its figure it out, you know, yeah. yeah. Then, as long as you stay close, I'm just like you're going to win this ball game. And I thought that the Chiefs' defense was pretty. And McDuffie, I thought McDuffie played the best out he of that whole really secondary. Well. So, and I'm with you. I think uh, I kept thinking too, is like, man, the Niners have got to start putting points on the board yes. if they're going to have a chance. They needed more points, and I was like, they're not getting the points they need, and this is just not going to pan out well. Yeah, with, yeah. The whole McCaffrey season. fumbled that. That yeah. Was it the first drive? First, first drive. Yeah. yeah. And then I was yeah. just like, oh man, because. Once, I mean, they were pretty much dominating that first half, but they just weren't scoring. And you knew if you just leave Mahomes there long enough, he's got to find a way. Yeah, and and you're right. The the highest points given up all season for the the Chiefs was 27. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, I think they were overloaded. I I know that going into the game when we talked about it before, you know, last week going into the game. I know I didn't really talk about Chiefs defense as being something vaunted, something that should be, you know, 
you know, held in regard compared to other defenses, right? They were just stingier this year, right? Because they have Mahomes, they have the offense, they got Andy Reid, they've got Travis Kelsey, Pacheco to a, to a level, you know. But I think this is one of the better defenses that maybe when we look back on it, you know, ten years from now, we'll talk about maybe how great that defense really was and the number well, of people I, they had on that defense. Kerry even brought it up last week. He said that the the defense has been what's carrying them through most of the season because we talked about yeah. the drops by Kelsey and obviously. Tony being whatever so he that is. Just, that just makes me even more angry because you know what's going to happen. There's a ton of great offensive weapons that are free agents this offseason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these dudes are going to mm-hmm. load up on offense, and then they're going to have that defense as well, and they're going to win a third in a row. They're, they're probably going to lose Chris Jones, though. Yeah, they probably will. I've heard Actually, I've heard him. rumors Chris Jones being in Houston. And I've heard him going to the Raiders. Well, I've also heard – uh Someone else going to the Raiders. Who who would that be? Russell Wilson. No, I've heard that too. Uh, yeah. Eh, but but bad. it's but it's not gonna be Fields. No, won't be Fields. No, I don't think so either. Because no, now that they got Getsy and Getsy doesn't like him. No, I thought I thought Jones just signed a big contract. Will he just be a salary cap hit and they'll cut him? No, he he's on a one year. It was a one year thirty million dollars. That's okay. all it was. Yeah. He's Where do you think he was long in the tooth? Man, I, yeah. dude, I would keep signing him to one year. 25, 30 million dollar deals until you just said, okay, we're done. Unless he just wants that big contract somewhere. Well, I don't know when Mahomes' contract starts kicking in either, too. So I don't know exactly what his salary cap is going into next but year. The salary well, cap I heard he's up. already he's already talking about restructuring just so they can go and sign some people. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So he's I going would. the Brady route. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He, he saw Smart. the playbook. He knows how to do it. He's getting he's gonna get nine rings. And especially now that he's got three, he's like, and he's only however old he is, he's like. I can break this record. I'm 24 and I've got three rings. Yeah. So, I mean, have to why not? To crap I mean, next 10 years. No, you'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll listen to it next year. You'll live in NFL lore forever, and then you get to make these dunking commercials too. I mean, just think about it. When when you're done, you can make Dude, all these. Dunking was, those were the best commercials. That was the best commercial all night. Oh, it was. It was. That was hilarious. Which one? The Duncan. That was a good ben one. Affleck? And then Christopher Walken was a good one. That was a good one. That was all right. Uh, I like to eat trade babies too, playing pickleball. I was like, that's pretty good. So I don't know if y'all watched that one, but that was a pretty. I good did one. see that one. It was okay. So, you don't know. Is it just me or is it okay. is it Super Bowl commercials have lost their as a whole? Have they lost the luster? Yes. People are just too critical of this the stuff too. I don't too think what? they've lost their luster. Yeah. I don't think there's. I mean, there's a couple here and there, but it seemed like back in the day, there was always like a bunch of them that were like hilarious or a bunch of them that were, I don't know. I think people just put, it's it's under too much of a microscope now. Like everyone is it's too much of waiting for these. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you can't win. But you can. Ben Affleck did. <laughs> ben Affleck did, yeah. He did. That was a good one. Yeah. But I kept, you know what I kept waiting for too, because I, I could have sworn they talked about it prior to the, the Super Bowl. I kept waiting for a Bud Light commercial, like a really yeah. big, like Clydesdale commercial. Yeah, I thought they said there was one, and I was just like, I kept waiting for it. I was like, okay, Clydesdale's coming back. We'll see how it goes. And nothing, nothing. I do know one thing. I don't like. I don't like the oh, the week of the Super Bowl. Oh, these are going to be some of the Super Bowl mm-hmm. commercials. Nah, man, don't release that crap till the day. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I agree. But I'm with you. Yeah. I thought I kept hearing there was going to be a big Bud Light commercial, and there wasn't. Yeah. How many commercials was Tom Brady in? I can He's think of two right off the bat. There, I think there were more. I, the one with Vince Vaughn, the one with Ben Affleck, and I thought that was he's, it. I he's, he's like, he's like uh, Peyton Manning now. Like he's just going to be in everything. 
Or P Diddy. He, he's like P Diddy. He's gonna be in everything. Is he's he trying? Video. Everybody else's is he, stuff. Is he trying? <laughs> is he trying to up Manning now in in the in the uh, media world now too? Is that what is that what Brady's trying to do? He's got to be competitive somewhere. Yeah. Damn. All he does is win. He just better hope Eli doesn't get involved. Uh, well, yeah, and then he's, then yeah. he's a double loss. <laughs> God, Eli's the only person we can thank for not having eight Super Bowls. That's Dude. for nine. Nine, nine Super Bowls. Nine Super Bowls. And one of them would have been undefeated season. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Eli. Uh, you know, I kind of wish they had won that one. I get sick Shut of hearing about the $72. You No, you wouldn't. You say that now. You they talk about yeah. undefeated Patriots. And I'm no. sick of the 72 Dolphins too, but don't you shut your mouth, Cook. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so. Hold, I'm wow. sorry. Oh. Hold is Zonka now. Because yesterday this, he was carrying the the Super Bowl trophy on his 50th anniversary of winning the MVP. How old is that yeah. dude now? He's uh, got to be like be 70, 96. 90? Well, you think he was 40 when he was in the Super Bowl? <laughs> probably. He was probably 27. Uh, 48. And Elway looked old, too. Elway was his 25th yeah, year. Elway's really like, old, yeah. ooh. Like, yeah. Elway's rode hard and put up wet, man. He's yeah. He is uh, – Zonka is 77. That's oh, a hard, that bad. hard 77. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> oh. He's played yes, football forever. Yeah, he played back in the day so, when it was a man's game. How old is Elway? Yeah. Elway. Uh, a man's game. You were just complaining about people getting their ankles hurt last week, and now you're talking about a man's game. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to bring back the old rules, okay, let's do it. He's uh, John Elway is 63. Yeah, that's a hard 63 also. Dan Marino, 62. Joe Montana, 67. Joe Troy Montana Aikman, looks good. 57. Steve Young, 62. These are just popping up. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? We, we would all be happy if we looked probably halfway decent as those guys do and have Super Bowl wins. Okay. So when did Troy Aikman retire? <laughs> uh, after Lamar, after Lamar Arrington killed him? It was after that 2000? Super Bowl. 2000? No, no, it was no, earlier than that. 97? Okay, I think it was well, like 97. Troy 98. Aikman is 57, and his he last played at the in the, in the 90s. Tom Brady yeah. is 46. <laughs> He's only 11 years older, and he just retired. That's well, crazy. Uh, yeah, that's a Aikman, crazy stat. Aikman had too many yeah. concussions. Now he retired well, fairly early. That's what happens when you live in the blue zone, though. You live in the blue zone. That's what happens. You look like I that. Make it right. Okay. So, okay, okay, okay. This dude had another question. Oh. Let's get. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, well, sorry. sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry, Kenneth. Sorry, Kenneth. Uh, so his other question was, why do you believe the NFL's reason for ticket price hike and the cheapest uh, bowl tickets were uh, 6000 Because they're greedy as hell. money-grubbing whores. And, I mean, <laughs> they can get it. I mean, place was packed. The Super Bowl is not for the average fan. And the I think Super this Bowl is for corporate sponsorship and everybody yeah. to pay all the high-dollar money. It is not for the average general. And the cheapest suites were like over a million, weren't they? Dude, I think yeah. they were closer to 1.8 1. 1. 1. million. Yeah. I think is what they were. That's stupid. That thing with the liquor it was like $1,000 bottles of vodka. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll say this. I, do I think they're money grubbing people? I think they are. But I don't know if y'all saw the video on X or not, but there was a video of a, probably about five or six fans that they somebody ran into and talked to and like, hey, how much did you pay for your ticket? Blah, blah, blah. And this is regular people. 
one lady said I paid six thousand uh, dollars. A guy and his son uh, bought their tickets for thirteen and a half. But together, together, mind you, thirteen and a half. One lady spent uh, ten thousand uh, dollars for her ticket. So I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're probably. I mean, you're for the most part, you're right. I mean, they're not for the regular fan for the most part, but there were some regular people, I guess you could say, that did pony up the dough. And we're super excited to sure, be there. Sure, but you can't tell me like that didn't hurt their their bank account, their wallet. Oh, I'm not saying like, that didn't. That to invest for two people to go thirteen thousand dollars. I mean, that's they just had the to, game. That's not including yeah. hotel, airfare, yeah. food, the parking, uh, all that crap. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that any of these things are are didn't hurt them. I'm just saying that there were some regular people that they found that they asked like, hey. What did you pay for? Are you excited to be here? And everybody was like, yes, I'm hyped. I'm ready to be here, blah, blah, blah. I can't remember Waited for this forever. Dude. If I saw it on X or one of you guys posted it, and they said that the highest uh, ticket price for the Super Bowl one was $12. I think that was Carrie. Yeah. It was like $12 versus, you know, what, 8000 now. Yeah. Like, yeah. God, Boy, inflation. Ticket. Yeah. I, I, I do wish the NFL would make it accessible somehow to – I don't say regular fans. I don't know what I want to say, but people that can't shell out $13,000, $15,000. I'm not saying that like a, almost like a lottery, like just put your, you know, uh, a lot of say Maybe, maybe you should do like, like for like they do in college, right? Maybe you should have like a set side for um, the fans of the teams that make. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. We're going to give 5,000 seats to the 49ers and 5,000 seats to the Chiefs, and you guys hold a lottery of your season ticket holders, and then they buy tickets for those 5,000. Yeah, yeah. You know, something like that, you know, where you yeah, got 5,000 people. The problem with that is 4,000 of those 5,000 are going to sell them on the, the secondary market, and then yeah. Yeah, they're going to make well, a then you make then. a you make a rule to where you can't resell yeah. them. Yeah. You win this lottery, Not you can't resell them. That, that's the yeah. reason a lot of these are so expensive is because they're they're reselling. Some yeah. places do that where they're non-exchangeable, you know, for, yeah. for an event. You can't exchange the ticket. If you buy the ticket, it's your ticket. You can't exchange it. Yeah. And I, I agree with John, though, too. I think the secondary market also kills the prices, too, because you can because the market value sometimes on some of these tickets isn't anything but like $500. But then somebody turns around, like John just says, and sells them for a couple of thousand dollars, and somebody will pay the $2,000 to go to the game, mm-hmm. you know? So – it is. I mean, like you, I, I like to see them like you're doing, like you talked about those, some kind of a lottery, like because that's what the Masters does. If you want to go see the Masters um, yeah. in Augusta, um, they do it. It's a lottery draw. But it, it's, I think once it's like putting toothpaste back in the tube, like they, they're making all this money, the, the stadium yeah. is full. Oh, yeah. There, yeah. There's no way they're going to be like, you know what? Let's, let's, let's take less money now. They're not going to do it. It's right. Too, yeah. It's too late. They're not. So, but and I also say this too. I mean, I know the NFL does put a ton of money into the Super Bowl. I mean, they do. I mean, they spent a million dollars on the field alone, a million dollars just from from last year to start growing the grass for this turf for the Super Bowl. You know, yesterday. So I I know that I'm not saying that that's a reason to jack up prices probably twice as much, three times as much, four times as much as the normal ticket price, but. I mean, they they do put a lot of money in security and all those other things. So but they're making they're, plenty. Of, they're making way enough. Yeah. To oh, I, I agree with you. Oh, I agree with you. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm not. I don't want to totally discredit everything they're trying to get done. So just take some of those tickets and give, you know, us lowly fans a chance. 
Yeah. I, I would I would love that. I wish that they would do that. I really do. I wish that you could just put your name in a hat, even if you're even if your odds are just as terrible as winning an actual lottery, but at least you have an opportunity to at least go to the Super Bowl itself. Right. So but yeah, it's a hard thing to do. So question is, you know, does it matter where you sit? If you're a Super Bowl, does it matter where you sit? If you had the worst seat in the house and you're the Super Bowl, does it matter? Wouldn't matter to me. Wouldn't matter to you? Okay. No. No, I wouldn't care. So yeah. I think about that though, like, like what you call it. I've been to, to I've been to AT and T Stadium, right? And when you go to AT and T Stadium, it's hard not to just look at the big screen because it's like right in front of your face, no right. matter where you sit, right? So at that point, you're just like, why am I watching anything else? Mm. If I'm doing this, why am I not just at home? You know, right? And to go, it's the and, atmosphere. And to, and, and to go to sporting events like that, it's you know, it's not just an arm and a leg to travel, right? To get there and food and everything else. But, it, you know, you got to go through all the screenings and security and all that other BS. By the time you do that, you're just like, why don't I just sit at home and watch it anyway? Because it's a hard thing to get to. It's a hard thing to do in I the mean, first place. Earlier this year when I went to that Spurs game, I mean, this is the lowly Spurs. They were just playing at the time. We didn't know how good they were. Timberwolves. And, I mean, my seat was like, I mean, worse than, than like on an airplane. Like, my, it was so small. Like, the people, we were packed in like sardines in the section I was in. <laughs> And I was just like, this is like to get up, like everyone in your row had to basically stand up just so you could lead. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, God, I, I was, I was like, I could have just watched this at home. Like it, <laughs> it, it wasn't a great experience. You're right. It's not. And without a good view. And if you can't see the game or in the replay sometimes that you want to see, it, it is. It's just like, why am I putting myself through this? So without a great seat. Sound like a bunch so. of boomers. At some point when the Texans make the Super Bowl and I mm. buy a ticket, I'll have to make sure it's like in some sort of like wheelchair accessible place because I'm going to have to have them cut a kidney out to buy the ticket. Yeah. Well, and you'll be like really old by the time that happens. Yeah, you'll be straight platinum. No, yeah. That's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> Will it even happen? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Shut your face, Karen. Well, Mahomes, Mahomes will be there for another decade, so you're, you're going to have to get through Mahomes. Yeah, so you got to okay. wait for that. No, he'll be on the team for another decade. So, but anyway, so let's talk about this. We didn't talk about this a whole lot very much, but I, I wanted to bring this up real fast. I know we talked Wait, about before much... you go on. Did we answer all his Kenneth's questions? Oh, yeah, was, yes. Yeah, it's just those two. And questions. thanks, Kenneth, for the and question. Thank you. Yes, let's give him his props. Send, send yeah. Sorry again. Sorry we didn't get to this before the game. Um, Carrie Slack and didn't check it. No, I checked it, but it was after we did the show last week. And, I, and I'm no. going to be nice to Kenneth and not rude like the last guy. We didn't get an email for like two years. So <laughs> send us more questions. Uh, yes, everybody does actually. And, and send us a question. Love. Why is Cook stupid? Why? Yeah. Why is Cook stupid? Yeah. And thanks, Large. It's not a great pet. receiver. And I didn't say he wasn't great. I don't think Kittle, he said that he was either. And Kittle is and, great. And he's Kittle is as great. good as all right. Kelsey. Look, Kittle is a great tight end, but he's not. He's a great tight end for what's in the league now. He's not a great tight end all time. Is he? Travis Kill. Yes, he is. Travis no, Kelsey is the greatest not. of all time. No, Kittle's stats this. this year are actually really bad. I would take yeah. him. Yeah. Sure. I think okay. I think he's a great trash talker. Yeah. Kittle is. I think he's a pretty good he trash back talker. It up. Great blocker. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so, but back to Kittle for a second. Yes, thank you, Kenneth, for the email. Uh, anybody that does listen, please send us more emails or comment. Like I said, comment on... Uh, um, those are good questions, too, by the way. Yes, good yeah, question. interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely better than anything Cook would ask. That's for sure. So, I don't know what uh, this is tonight. I don't know what, understand the bashing of Cook. <laughs> but if you want to take the gloves off, we can take the gloves off. I don't oh. know what you're talking about. Yeah. Are you okay? okay. All right. Go Are you all right? Let's go. Why? Let's go. We, right. We've been bashing everyone. You're taking it personal. I made exactly. Gary earlier uh, about tacking like ankles and let's go. He didn't yeah. say anything. All right, Why? we're going. Why are you so yeah. defensive? Shut your face. Let's go. Why are you sensitive? Are you <laughs> okay? Sensitive. You're sensitive today. Yeah. Is it because they lost? Who? The Niners. The Niners, the Niners nah, lost. It's all right. Okay. I was you disappointed. It's all right. All right. I am I am frustrated, I have to admit that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is one of the greatest of all time now. No. Well that uh, oh, yeah. You wanna yeah. you wanna, wanna bring that, that up there, Sosa? Actually, I do actually. That yeah. was one of the questions yeah. I was gonna break up anyway. We'll talk about it now. So uh, Amy Mullins talked about it yesterday a little bit, and I I have to admit where I my, where I place him, but he does have a third ring. I mean, third Super Bowl in five years. Um, where is Mahomes right now? Not in the future. Right now, where is Mahomes on the greatest quarterback list? Top six. Okay, who's in front of him, or where is he in the top six? In uh, your opinion, in my opinion, I got uh, until he wins four. I've got Elway ahead of him. I've got Bradshaw ahead of him. Elway? Brady ahead of him. Elway has two. Montana, yeah, Montana ahead of him. And uh, hmm, I had it in my head, but now I can't remember. There's another quarterback there out there with four. Bradshaw. Yeah. yeah. No, I said Bradshaw. Oh, sorry. Oh. Um, but you dog it. There's somebody else. I can't think of it right now. But top six. Though. Yeah, I have him top six for sure. Maybe top five. So he's you mean like wow. he is number five. He is five for you. Yeah, he like he's number five, five, maybe six. Okay, wow. six, somewhere in that area. Okay, I'm kind of That's surprised by that. Okay, uh, you think, do you think he's higher? I think he's higher. That's my opinion. But I'll wait till for my answer for a second. I'll, I'll give it to John here for a second. Just like where is he on? You're on saying right now? My God, I'm saying right now. Yes, right now he's five yes. or six. Where I think he's going to be, he'll be top two. My my gut reaction right now is to put him at two. But I could. He, he he and Montana are are neck and neck. And I know Montana's got one more, but just I mean I I grew up watching Montana and I'm seeing Mahomes. And if you were to like kind of do the hypothetical, who would I want as my quarterback? I'd probably pick Mahomes. He just can offer a little bit more. Uh, but that that's the furthest back I'm going is three. I'm putting him ahead of Bradshaw and Aikman and Elway, all those guys. Three would yeah. be the the lowest I would go. Yeah, and I'm gonna go, I'll let me follow suit fast on John. Like I that's where I put him right now too. Like I think he's better than Bradshaw. I mean that's a different error, of course, right? But he's better than Bradshaw. I say he's yeah. probably better than Aikman to a point, you know. And I, as far as I can go down, really is three, maybe four, maybe four. I mean, you could probably make a case for Elway, even though Elway's got two championships. You could make a case for Elway, maybe being. Uh, more clutch maybe maybe i mean he's he has the most fourth quarter comebacks of all time um for now i mean for now for now you're right <laughs> for now. Uh, i mean elway needed like cook always says elway needed davis he did yeah you're right because, because he did so he, he's uh okay you're convincing uh, me i put him at four so did it on himself I'd, I'd, I'd put I'd put Mahomes at four. I'm just saying, like, okay, Mahomes won this year with Pacheco, and yeah. last year he had Pacheco slash Hilaire. Who was his running back the first year they won it? Damian Williams. Damian Williams. I exactly. Think. Like nobody. Yeah. So he he's okay. he's I'd, got I'd a similar playbook that I mean everybody keeps comparing him to Brady, but 
I mean, Brady never really had a great running game behind him, and he had a bunch of no-name receivers, mm-hmm. usually a really good tight end. It's so similar. It's it's scary. Great coach. Yeah. And, and they're just coach. they elevate the team around them rather than I got a great team. I'm gonna plug yeah. in, you know, like a Brock Purdy or whatever. Like these dudes, uh, Kansas City's receivers are barely there on all their championships. I mean, Tyreek Hill wasn't on the team when they won it. Yeah. Yeah. He won the first one. Uh, he won, yeah, he won the first one. You're yeah, right he won. That, the, yeah. I'm, I'm being the sorry after the gap. Well, you know, yeah. and just like you said with Tom Brady, he usually had just suspect receivers. When he had great receivers like Randy Moss, they destroyed everybody and should have went undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, – you've convinced me. I think I'd move him up to four. I can't put him any higher than that yet. I mean, correct me wrong. Three out of five is amazing. I, and I, I fully expect him to be in the top two by the time his career is over. But if I had to pick him right tw- now – 28 years old? 27? He's super young. He is super young. That's what I'm saying. I think by the time it's said and done, he'll be much higher. But right now, I'd say I'd, I'd say top four. Yeah, and I think I, you're splitting hairs, man. And and, and I was almost like when John t- tweeted uh, message that out yesterday about being number two. That's when Sosa and I started talking about it. And at first, I was saying, yeah, number two. And then we're like, well, but Montana, you know, he's got more rings. Mm-hmm. But and and so I think I think it is still slightly more Montana. And it's really kind of funny because we were having, you know, for years you were doing that, you know, who's the greatest of all time? Was it Brady or was it Montana? Brady or Montana, mm-hmm. Brady. And then it was like Brady, you know, leapfrogged him eat pretty easily. And now we've got the same debate. Is it Mahomes or is it Montana? Is it Holmes or Montana? Is there they're really neck and neck? I'm, I want to give Mahomes number two, but not quite. But I definitely no lower than three, purely because the kid has never not seen an AFC championship game. Every year he's been in the league, he's been in the AFC championship game. That's a good point. And, and think about who's around Mahomes and who was around uh, – Brady, like as far as future Hall of Famers, I mean, I think it's a, a slimmer list. When you look at Joe Montana, I mean, you got Jerry Rice, you got Ronnie Lott, you've got uh, what did Tom Rathman get in? No. Uh, Roger Craig is borderline. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you even had Taylor as another receiver. I mean, there, there was yeah. a lot of Hall of Famers on that team, or or just shy of it. Right. Yeah, but I also think that I mean, I think once we look back on Mahomes. On some of these Super Bowl teams, I think the same thing. I think someone raised a really good question, and we can talk about it here in a second too. But uh, I think you're going to see that Mahomes had some Hall of Famers though too to play with. He's, I mean, he had Kelsey. I think Creed Humphrey is on his yeah. way to being an all-time center. I could be wrong about that. But he's early in his career, but he's played the last two Super Bowls with with uh, Casey. I mean, you could look at Chris Jones. Uh, Chris Jones at. Chris, yeah, Sneed yeah. played with him the past couple of years. You can look at Sneed possibly. Uh, I'm not saying that these these are all time great teams, but I mean, maybe after we separate ourselves a little bit from this, we can see that there was some better players on the team that we could, we didn't give a lot of credit for. But we're, so, but, but we're talking like Montana and Steve Young both had Jerry Rice. I mean, it's Mahomes has never had any receiver even where close to Jerry Rice. And and some yeah. people regard Terry Rice as not only the best receiver, but one of the, the best NFL players of all time, right. regardless yeah. of position. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, Kelsey, obviously, you know, he broke Jerry Rice's record for, you know, the number of receptions in, in the playoffs, which is impressive. So you, you can say that Mahomes has got Kelsey and obviously Kelsey is his man because, you know, towards the end of that game, that's when those two started, you know, heating it up. And and that's kind of when you knew the game was over at that point. Who but, is you know, number? I'm sorry, go ahead. I was no, going to say, who's the tight end that's number 84? Who is that guy? Uh, Watson, I think. Yeah, Watson. Uh, Watson. That kid is young, and he looks like a young Kelsey to me, which is just stupid. Yeah, he yeah. stepped it up. He he had some good catches. Yeah. And I'll say this, too. I mean, this this is, again, if we look at this farther down the road, that kid, uh, was it Rishi Rice, the rookie this year? Right. That's on yeah, the yeah. Rice. I mean, yes. he could be a, he could be a, an all time fairy if he stays. If you know him and Mahomes stay together for longer than you know seven eight years, he right. he could be that way. I mean, he stepped a whole, stepped up a lot as a rookie this year. So I'm not again not saying that that's going to happen. It's just one of those things. It could be one of those things. Hindsight 2020, there was more players around him than we give him credit for. Yeah. So yeah. and like Mahomes' ability to stay calm and collective and basically be you know the comeback king currently is impressive so i mean out of all the quarterbacks that are playing right now and you're down in the fourth quarter you want him yes i think if you if you did a fantasy draft and said you could have any quarterback in the league or you could take if you asked any nfl team keep your quarterback or have patrick mahomes i don't think there's a single team in the nfl that wouldn't take patrick mahomes i don't care who it is yeah now there might be some to be like, I, no, I'm wrong. If if you said you wanted Josh Allen or whatever, I mean, but I think if you really honestly were like, look, I mean, I love CJ Stroud, but if you told me I could have Patrick Mahomes, I'd take it. Yep. Proven winner. Yep. Yeah. So the, the question is that too, I think this is just thing. I think like, it, like we've seen many other great quarterbacks for the most part. It's it's landing in the right spot. It's landing in the right spot with the right coach and a great organization. I'm not saying that Mahomes hasn't hasn't factored into the self into all of this on his own with his own merit. I'm not saying that, but also getting the chance to really grow in an organization with a good coach, yeah. you know, and let him develop his own game if that makes sense. I think Randy Reed does Andy Reed does a really good job of that. Oh, for sure. So. so here's a question. I mean, you keep hearing the grumblings and rumblings that, well, this may be Andy Reid's last year. Mm-hmm. This this may be the last ride, or maybe he's going to go one more year. So when he retires, does that is that going to how how greatly is that going to impact Mahomes? It'll impact him, in my opinion. But I also think if it, by the time that happens, I think this is my opinion. I think Mahomes will mature enough as a quarterback that, in a sense, he'll be able whatever the, whoever is the play caller really is, he'll be able to adjust how do I say adjust the plays to his mm-hmm. to his liking, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, he'll know with the player personnel that he has that, hey, like, I'm going to check out of this kind of thing. So, I think yeah. he'll be mature enough to handle things at that time. Yeah. He'll have enough. It's all going to be like Aaron Rodgers style. Like, no matter yeah. where he goes, like, he, you, you just, like, he'll take care of it. Don't, don't worry about it. He's like a coach on the field. Yeah. And yeah. like Brady when he went to Tampa Bay, I mean, you're watching the plays that they were calling. You're like, those are, the place he did in New England. That's he's doing the exact same thing. So, so yeah, I mean, Mahomes, I think will be the same way if Reed leaves. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying there won't be a drop off because I do think there will be a drop off as far as, and not, not so much talent wise on him, just adjusting to a play caller that he's, he's new to, that he doesn't know, you know, and working that chemistry out. 
So, and I think it will take time to be able to eventually get a rhythm between a, a new play caller and somebody else. But at the same time, I think his talent and his maturity will take over in times that are needed. So, what if like Mike Evans went to the Chiefs? Oh, oh gosh, God. don't say that. Could you imagine? Yeah. yeah. Is he the Randy Moss? Is he the Randy Moss to, to Mahomes? Is that Maybe. what that is? I mean, that would be, he just has like a big target. He just throw it up and. Yeah. Who are the key Kelsey? free agent wide receivers? There's Mike Evans. Who else? There's a couple of big free na- free agent wide receivers out this year. There is. And the rookie, that rookie Isn't class is good though, too. The Jefferson rookie class of wide receivers agent? coming in is going to be good. No, that's, I, know, I think it's next year. I thought Jefferson was next year. AJ Brown wants out, but he's not a free agent. Yeah. yeah. I keep hearing rumors about that one too. Um, but like, but like I said though, like, the free the rookie class coming in, man. I mean, it is yeah. that. What if they got like a Mike Evans and then they picked up a stud wide receiver in the draft as well, man? I'll, I'll give you the top five free agents right now, going into next year, according to uh, PFF.com. So, T. Higgins is number one from Cincinnati. That's right. Michael Pittman Jr. from the Colts. Uh, Mike Evans from the Bucks. Marquise Brown from the Cardinals. And number five is Calvin Ridley from the Jags. Yeah, you see, I can see Calvin Ridley sliding over to Kansas City. I can see that. That'd be if you got if he if they got Calvin Ridley and Mike Evans, that'd be <laughs> you might as well just give them the Super Bowl at that point. Because they'll be putting up 45 points. I don't yeah. think they have a shot at Higgins. I, th- I keep hearing Higgins wants to go where they where they got the money. Somebody's gonna have to pay up. He wants a big payday. Texas. See, I would be like, nah. I want the championship. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm I think it's easy for us to say that, but when it's when it's we're trying to make that money, you know, if if you just need, you know, some of these guys need that one big paycheck, and then they go chase the ring. Yeah, because this you is know. his his this will be his contract. Second, yeah, yeah this, this is the one you get paid on normally. This yeah. is your big one. So somebody like Evans though, who's who's already got already had his yeah yes his is big looking contract. for legacy. You know, yeah. I don't know, man. The rest of the the rest of the. Wide receiver free agents aren't great, but I'll give you the rest of the, the uh, top 10 just so you know what it is. So number six, Daryl Mooney from the Bears. Seven is – go ahead. I see Mooney being great in Kansas City. He could be. Uh, Gabe Davis of the Bills. I'm surprised Beckham is this high, but Beckham at eight. Uh, Tyler Boyd from the Bengals. And number 10 is Curtis Samuel for the Commanders. For the Commanders? Oh, well, I like him, Yeah, actually. He would be really good with the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm done. See. Yeah, I'm done talking about how good the Chiefs could be with all this. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about something else. Then. Let's talk about something else. Oh, just uh, before we get away from the the, uh, the Super Bowl, though, how okay. about Hardman? I mean, his story to go from, you know, uh, did did he like get released by the Chiefs? Or it was his contract just up. And then he goes to play for the Jets, doesn't get any play in time. They release him. And then KC picks him back up, and he's a Super Bowl hero. Is that his only catch, too? No, he actually had three. So he had that that really that 52-yard long pass that the the DB lost it in the lights. Yes. So he had that catch, and then and then this the the uh how irritated is he though? They asked him, "Did you see that interview? Where's the game ball at?" And he goes, "I don't know. Someone snacked it out of my hand during the celebration. I'm back. Oh, where's that ball? Yeah, <laughs> I have that ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I just thought that was a an amazing story for 
for him. I know it's pretty cool. super super excited. It's it a pretty cool. good story. I agree. Um, I I, I, I don't want the Super Bowl yet. But I'm pretty much the whole show is gonna be the Super Bowl. So, um, how much do you do you think that the overtime rules affected the Niners' decision making? And did that cost them the game, really? If they truly didn't know what the rules were, they're just stupid. That's on them. Yeah, that's that's on unprepared. Them. That's being dumb. They should know. And they literally said that the that the Chiefs had a meeting every week on overtime yeah. strategy and then twice the week of the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's just like you guys talked about beforehand. That's just being on top of the game. That's the difference between champions and losers. But I don't think just because they accepted the ball and they went down that they that cost them the game. I mean, I think Mahomes was or the Chiefs were gonna do what they were gonna do anyway. I right. liked what yeah. I liked the strategy personally. If you know you're gonna get the ball, regardless, I like going second because then that just opens up, okay. Well, I know I got four downs. Mm-hmm. That's what I gotta yeah. do. So well, let me I, I like that strategy. So if if San Francisco really if they would have known the rules and would have been paying attention, would they have kicked the field goal or would they have gone for it? Ooh, because mm. if you believe, well, Mahomes is going to probably drive down and score a touchdown, so a field goal is not going to do you any good. So that's let's... easier than driving down and just kicking a field goal. True, like Kansas City would just have to; they would have to go as far. I can't remember what their fourth down was. Was it? I can't remember if it was fourth and was it fourth and three? Yeah, it was fourth. I guarantee you, if they would have thought about it and they knew the rules, they would have went for it. I thought they were going to go for it there for a minute, and I was like, "Oh man, that's a that's interesting." You know, I think I think you're right, right, Mullins. I'm not saying that they would have, but I think that the percentages would have been higher of them. Like, you know, what we're going to go all the way. So, I'm with John uh, though. That's a Rivera move, man. You got to know the situation. Yeah, Yeah, that's definitely on. on them. That's that's dumb. So, so I, go ahead, John. Go ahead. I, I was gonna just say. I mean, I know Patrick Mahomes. He went down and had the game-winning drive and all that. But I, I texted out to you guys. I mean, I I really think that Butker should have got MVP. He had four field goals. One of them was record-breaking. Yeah. Uh, and he was keeping him in that game essentially up until that game-winning drive. Right. I, I just think they automatically just put blinders on him. That you have to find an excuse not to give it to the uh, quarterback, essentially. And then we're like, oh, I guess we'll look at other players. But, I mean, I thought Butker was should have been MVP. Oh, yeah, mm. for sure. I, I, I can agree with that. They said that dude was hitting 70-yard field yeah. goals in warm-up. Yeah. 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 And his I would love season, to see someone line up for a 70-yard field goal. Come over to my house. I'll show you. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you played Madden still. <laughs> wow no i could agree with that and how about poor poor moody you know he uh, he sets the record at 55 and, and but there's like yeah hold my beer watch this and he, and he broke a record that had been there for like 30 years yeah he broke it and like one quarter later it's broken yeah yeah it's like damn it i had it yeah so well you know speaking of the game and the super bowl where is this a top five Super Bowl of all time? I think yes. so. I mean, it was it was a great it's, game. It's only your second overtime game. Oh. Okay. Which Shanahan also lost the last one. Yeah. And maybe he was <laughs> having PTSD from that because they drove down, scored a touchdown, and won the game. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't get the ball back. Yeah. I don't say this. Shanahan has obviously won some big games, right? He's gone to the Super Bowl twice, a couple of NFC championships, right? 
he knows how to coach some of the big games, but why can't he get over the hump? What's going on with Shanahan? Why can't he get that last little bit? You're talking about three close games for the most part, right? I mean, he's had, did he have a double digit lead in all of them? Yes. And all three. So yes. What three did they lose? They, did they put, was, he wasn't the coach when they lost to the Ravens. I'm, I'm kind of counting the Falcons one because he, no, he was OC the for the Falcons. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's I'm no kinda, excuse Atlanta losing that Super Bowl. Oh, opinion. there's none. There's I absolutely that too. no excuse in that. They should have been world champions. Well, I thought I felt the same way about them the first time they played the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, too. I mean, they're up by 10 and going into the fourth quarter. I yeah. mean, all you had to do is just a couple of, you needed one more drive for a field goal. And I had, they needed one. Sack up, throw from well, Garoppolo is all they this, this Super Bowl was essentially uh, a missed extra point. I think they hit yeah. that extra point, they win. Yeah. But the fact that they just needed a field goal at, at the end, yeah, that, that was a huge missed extra point. And I didn't like the way they were playing defense at the end either. They were playing too soft, in my opinion. They, you know, we kind of talked about this with the, with the, with the Lions, right, last week. With the, or two weeks ago mm-hmm. with them, you know, you kind of die by the way you you went down, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they're aggressive, 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 aggressive. And then they get to that, and they start playing that soft shill. I'm like, what are you doing? I don't understand what's going on. They got I guys think, dropping 10, 10 yards back, and the linebackers yeah. playing 10 yards back. I'm like, come on, man. I think they were exhausted. Well, <laughs> well I felt that way about the the drive that they had. Uh, the last game, the last, sorry, before overtime, the Chiefs' last drive. I thought the that's, Niners. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm, I'm just to. like. Like, why are we doing this now? That makes what no sense. Doing? Why, why are we doing it now? Yeah. I understand trying to hold him to three points and not give him, give up the big play, but I'm just like, why are we changing everything right now? So. Well, you're right, Mullins. They were all just dragging. Yeah. I, I, I'm not kidding, man. I thought McCaffrey was going to die on the field. That dude was exhausted. What was his stat line? Let me see if I can find him. What was his stat I think line? he had 22 carries for like 80 yards. Yeah, and McCaffrey. he had over yeah. 50 receiving, too. Yeah, he had 80 yeah. yards receiving and 80 yards rushing. Yeah, that's a good game. He would have been he would have been MVP if they would have won. So, what was Brock Brock Purdy's stat line? Brock Purdy, I got it right here. It's uh 23 of 38, 255, one touchdown. It's not bad. I was trying to find hard. just his second half stats because they weren't good. Yeah, he they were not. I think he had a 200. 200 or something at halftime or 180. It was like 180 yeah. at halftime. Yeah. Like I'll say this though. So. I'll say this also. Debo Samuel. Debo got eleven targets and only three catches. Yeah, McDuffie so. was shutting him down. Yep. So, and Brock had a lot of balls slapped down at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he yes. did. But then, the, then again, they said Kansas City led the league in that this year too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing too about. That's the thing about Mahomes, and I don't want to keep bringing it up, but when Mahomes does have fifteen playoff wins, he's only one. He's only one playoff win behind what Montana. Already? Oh, so, yeah. Let me mm. make sure that's right. Does he only have the the one Super Bowl loss? Is that his only playoff loss? Uh, no, he's got. No, he he's lost. Got, the well, he lost the AFC championship, championship twice. Yeah. Okay. And then a Super Bowl yeah. once. So. Yeah. I don't he know. Lost the AFC championship record. to the Pats Patriots. one year. Yeah. yeah. And who did he lose the other one to? Bengals. Bengals. Not the Eagles. Bengals. Yeah. No, yeah, the only person that he trails right now in playoff in total playoff wins is Brady in Montana. So yeah, but, but if you're reaching the AFC Championship game every single year, that means you're racking up some wins. Oh, yeah, yeah, one minimum, maybe two, depending on what you know what seed you are. 
Yeah. And but you know what he had to, they, 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 he had to take the tough road this year too, man. Yeah. And he didn't just took it on the road. Took it on the road. I mean, he beat well, they had the one home game against Miami, right? But that game was super cold, crazy. Won that game. And then they had to go to Buffalo, which was playing super hot, beat Buffalo. And then they had, you know, arguably the best team in the NFL, the Baltimore Ravens, and beat them at home. And then, you know, took out the the 49ers. I mean, they they really knocked out some great teams on the way to this championship. Yes. They did. So. You know, we talked about how great Mahomes is, but I think we should all talk, talk about where do we put Andy Reid now? You're talking about a coach that's taken two teams to the Super Bowl, and now he's tied with Joe Gibbs and Bill Walsh, Bill Walsh excuse me, uh, for the third most Super Bowl titles by head coach. Where is where is Andy Reid now as a head coach? Oof, that's, a, that's a harder one, I think. Yeah. I think he's one of the, the greats because he had a lot of success in Philadelphia. They went to a lot of NFC Championship games. They went to one Super Bowl, but in Kansas City, he's been very good as well. Even when he had Alex Smith, he was they were doing well. They were making the playoffs and making some runs. So he's got to be up there. Um, I, yeah, I'd probably put him like four, maybe five. I was going to say top maybe. five, yeah. Uh, maybe six. Ooh. I would put Belichick ahead of him. I would put Walsh. And I would probably put Chuck Knoll. Chuck Knoll, uh-huh. And okay. then Vince Ben Lombardi. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, Vince. Yeah, Vince Lombardi, and I mean, then you're, then I'd probably he'd, he'd probably be in there. Like, I'd probably put him like Tom Landry. Five. Yeah, see, I mean, there's, what about there's what about Marv Levy? Coaches. Would he be ahead of Marv Levy? Yes, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Why would Marv, he not be ahead of Marv? I think Marv Levy's underappreciated. He is, but that's going to happen when you lose four Super Bowls in a row. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He went to four Super Bowls in a row. That's yeah. That's the other thing, but yeah. What about I would Jimmy rather, you know, be like um, who I don't know. Um, say that the Baltimore Ravens with Trent Dilfer, and I go once and I win it, rather True. than go four times and lose it. That's yeah. True. What about Jimmy Johnson? No, I thought about him, but he had. It, it, it's just a shorter. Yeah, he's the Gale Sayers of uh, the NFL coaches. Yes, sure. Or the Terrell Davis. Or the Terrell Davis. <laughs> Oh, He's yeah, been Hank, to Hank Stram, I forgot about him. Yeah. And Don yeah. Shula. I mean, there's a lot of great coaches, man. Yeah, there is. But but his name is up there with them. I'll put it up there. I'll, I'll it, say that. Is I'll say Reed, top six or seven? Is Reed better than Shula? Than Don Shula? Yes. Does Don Shula have how many? Two or three? He's got he's got two. He's been six times, but yeah. he's only got two Super Bowl two wins. wins. Yeah, I'd take Reed or Shula. Yes, Reed. Okay. Okay. Is he better than Joe Gibbs? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Hmm. Flores? Better than Flores? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah he's better than Flores. Yeah. You don't have to say it like that. I mean, you could just say yes. <laughs> uh, I, I agree. And there's only a handful of coaches you could put in front of him right now. And I think I think John's listed the most the majority of them. There's those are the only guys that I could think of right now that you could put in front of him. But he's also one of the only few coaches that's taken multiple teams to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. Oh man, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Uh, did y'all enjoy the Taylor Swift fifty-four seconds of airtime? <laughs> of course. Yeah, How can you every not? minute of it, every second of it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh. So. Okay. 
Um, I don't know. We talked about it a whole lot, but the uh, the NFL honors winners was everybody okay? Any controversy there? Yeah, I got one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Okay. go ahead, John. I mean, it didn't even for the winner per se, but the fact that Max Crosby can't get one first place vote, and he was fourth. And, and, And I'm sorry, but Parsons should not have been in front of him. I'm I'm fine with he gets third. No, Parsons should definitely be in front of him. Of Max Crosby? Yes. No way. Now they had basically no. the same sacks. No. But Parsons had better better percentages of quarterback pressures and um, beating double teams and the, all that other statistic stuff. Parsons was had better numbers there. Yeah. No, I listen to me. I, I I'm a Parsons guy too. But I'm gonna give this to Crosby. Based on Crosby, what? The wow. dude is. A, he was gonna a, tell you. He's he's an every down defensive end. All right. He does not come off the field. And Run he's game, like top five rush. in like every stat. He really is. Crosby. So when, you, when you break down Parsons, I'm sorry. We break down Crosby. When you really, if you were to take those numbers and been like, and you didn't put a name above it, if you didn't put a name above those stats at all, you'd be like, like this dude deserves to be in the top two or three talked about, if not the best person. Okay. And the fact that he didn't get a vote, I agree, John. He didn't get a vote. And I'm not, and he doesn't leave the field. I'm just like, no way. Like that dude is legit. He really is. He is. I'm not saying he's not legit, but I don't put him above Parsons. Okay. I mean, if he's, I'm going to say this, if he's got similar stats to Parsons and he's got more snaps and doesn't leave the field, I'm going to put that guy above Parsons. No offense Parsons and what he's done. He's a great defensive end. He'll be one of the greatest probably to ever wear a Cowboys uniform. But if your guy doesn't leave the field, I can rely on him every snap for the most part. Yeah, he's Parsons he's gonna is, be better. Parsons is like 99% of the time. He barely leaves the field, if ever. So yeah, I'm, I'm just I, I'm just looking at the stats. I'm just looking at the stats. And that's what I'm telling you to do. And if you look at the I, stats, Parsons has them. <laughs> Uh, Parsons leads the stats in, <laughs> against him. Uh, anyway, let's uh, hold on. Well, I have some stats here. Blocks. This is this is the stats. <laughs> well, I don't know if this is accurate though. Yes. Okay. So tackles. Max Crosby has fifty-five. Parsons has thirty-six. Assists. Crosby has thirty-five. Parsons has twenty-eight. Sacks. Crosby has fourteen and a half. Parsons has fourteen. Passes defended, they both have two. Zero interceptions, both of them. Fumbles recovery, one each. Fumbles forced, Crosby has two. Parsons has one. Uh, I mean, it sounds like Crosby is winning in every one of these, except the ones that are tied. But there's other stats, too, that, that you're not looking at. That QB uh, pressures. We, we tweeted that out, too. And y'all just ignored it. Sure. But like beating double teams and pressuring the quarterback, all of that stuff, Parsons was winning in all those up against Crosby. Now, really, the person that should be t- pissed off is T.J. Watt because he was far above everybody on all those stats, including sacks. I mean, I love Garrett. I love Garrett, but T.J. Watt had the numbers. He should have got it again. Nah, T.J.'s overrated. Yeah, <laughs> he's overrated. Right. Well, so he's he's a little he's a little washed up at this point. I'm done. With, I'm done with up. him. Washed up. Yeah, yeah, he's a little washed up. Hey, so. You sound like John. He's he's just he's just been too much. So 
Yeah, and then good. yeah, MVP of the league shouldn't have been Lamar. Why? What's wrong with Lamar? He is the most valuable player on his team. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey is the most valuable player on his team, and he made it to the Super Bowl. Not according to not according to other people. Some people say it's Purdy. No, it's definitely McCaffrey. Right, so. What did y'all think about the, uh, and I'm not going to argue that Stefanski shouldn't have got it, but Stefanski and D'Amico Ryan's tied at 165 each on the votes. And the reason Stefanski got it because he got one more first place vote. I didn't have a problem with either one, yeah. to be honest with you. I didn't either, I, but I thought it was interesting on the tiebreaker. It was. I agree with that too. Uh, I mean, Stefanski did, did a lot with, what, four quarterbacks? So, uh, but he should D'Amico get it just for dealing with Deshaun Watson. Ooh. <laughs> right. And he went, he would have went every year. For the next like three or four years, so uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, Texans I have got the double dip. They did offensive they did. and defensive rookie of the year, which was nice. They did. Yeah. I agree with that. Hey, um, let me, so, what was up with the the moment of the year award? It seemed like that was there was other moments I thought would have been up for that maybe. And why wasn't CD Lamb there? And how come when Parsons came out to accept the award, he was just like. He just got it and shook it and walked off. He didn't say anything. I didn't even watch the show, so I don't know. It, it almost felt like he was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. It's a crap award. We're just, I'm taking this. I'm going back. Well, that is kind of a dumb award moment of the year. Yeah. How do you define that? They only had three plays nominated, too. It was weird. Yeah. I, I think I it's think a filler award. I think it is, too. Yeah. I think it's just to take up time and space. It's not anything great. I, I have, a, I struggle with it with the, showboating of it now if that makes what sense. about the uh what did y'all think of the first ever flag football players of the year eh. i didn't even see any of that i, I saw that and i was the uh, same thing too i'm just like eh. are we are we are we prepping everybody so that when it turns to flag football we're like oh we've been doing this for like 15 years already you know is this what we're doing so uh, see everyone's now see i was like i don't know about flag football and y'all were like flag football's kind of pain in the lip and now you're like flag football really <laughs> See, nothing wrong with flag football. No, there's nothing wrong with it. No. Anyway, uh, man, what do we forget? There's a lot of stuff to talk about. It's just Super Bowl. That's all there is. We have to squeeze all we can because this is it. Right. Football. So, I mean, unless you want to do draft. Uh, Although, uh, I, I, I mean, speak, speaking of draft, I, I did hear this weird stat or or just factoid that I thought was interesting that. Uh, when J.J. McCarthy is done, like he's going to get drafted, and when he's done and on his uh, second contract, he will be the same age as Bo Nix and Michael Penix are right now. Wow. Wow. So Holy there are people crap. like, oh, maybe we should draft him just because he's younger. But like literally in four years' time, he will be the same age as those two guys are currently right now. Hmm. I thought that was a very interesting step. Mm-hmm. So he's Chris so Winky. You're saying that the <laughs> Raiders need to draft McCarthy. It, it made me think a little. It's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's interesting. Uh, goodness gracious! I, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be desperate times once football is over. But you know, we'll, we'll have to figure it all out. We got hockey and stuff to talk about. We got Rangers baseball yeah. coming up. We got yeah, A's baseball. We got, we got A's up. baseball. We could talk about run differentials and all that kind of crap again. That could be great. Oh yeah. And yeah, like, where are they going to play their home games? We can have like a yeah. pot going. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You want to go to Utah? You want to go to Las Vegas? Maybe, right. maybe Phoenix. Where I don't know. Next? Where do you want to go? Maybe we don't even end up at Vegas. It's not even a guarantee now. Yeah, exactly. That's true. So, 
Which is awesome. Maybe they're, they're, not gonna, they're not going to end up in Vegas, and then Oakland's going to be like, no, we don't want you now. So they're going to end up like, you know, Austin or something. Bakersfield. Oh, man. No, it won't be like Austin. Salt It'll Lake be some, City A's. Yeah, it's going to be like Salt Lake City or Boise, Idaho or something like that. Boise, Idaho. Great. Don't, don't work out, Cook. Don't worry about it. We got your back, man. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not regarding baseball. But that, I mean, that was just co- that was just coach talk for like we, you know, yeah, for the podcast. Yeah, yeah just for the podcast. It wasn't for shot. I mean, you, you know how it goes. Go watch Moneyball. Yeah, that I've going seen in. it many times. Okay. Yeah, it makes you feel good, doesn't it? You're like, man, this is a movie about my team. You know, losing in the playoffs <laughs> again. <laughs> well, that's very good. So, does that play really make you that mad? Does Dude, that he does... was safe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he never mind. We know safe. now. Okay, we know. We're good now. <laughs> it was thirty uh, years ago. Uh, safe. Hey, I feel that way about the Des Bryant catch. Okay, it was a catch. All right, the Des Bryant catch was a freaking catch. Yes. So, yeah. The Des Bryant catch and the uh, the catch yesterday. Who was it of the Chiefs that caught was that it, ball and made a you, move and then dove? That was very similar. Was it Chiefs or 49ers? No, it was a 49ers. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was you, you chef. Yeah. There yeah. you go. That was very similar. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't a catch either. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was not it a wasn't catch. It wasn't a catch. It was. Obviously, it's it in the stat books. It's in history now. It was a catch. Yeah. It's not a catch. It's okay. Yeah. So, hmm. uh, so today is officially the first day of NFL offseason. So time to start getting our ducks in a row for all our teams. See what's going on out there. It's going to be interesting. So, it's going to be crazy. It will be a little crazy. It will be. So, how much uh, under the cap or over the cap are you guys in Cowboys? I mean, you guys are you guys have got some serious issues going on with what you got to do oh, with the roster. It'll be fine. We got some serious problems. <laughs> It'll be fine. I mean, literally, you can't even go judge it by what yeah. you see right now because by the time it gets to August, it'll be completely <laughs> different. They'll be doing magic money. Yep. Yeah, I don't get the whole, well, we're going to avoid these two years and turn it into a signing bonus, and that clears up $42 million somehow. I, I love the, that, that was defer it to June thing. Yeah. But we're going to yeah. do it now, but we're going to defer the money till June. Why does it matter? Oh, we're going to count you as a June cut, although we're going to cut you right now. It's like, that's not fair. You have to Who either cares? cut them in June or cut them now. Well, why does it matter? It's, why does it matter if I cut you today or June? It's the way they set it up. It's but the it's just the fact is. that they don't even have to pay attention to that. Well, and that's just the case. Say it on paper. That's the point. I mean, what's the point in having the differential if you can just do it now and say, well, he's a June cut? Well, no, he's not. You cut him today. Yeah, it's dumb. It's all lawyer be, stuff. Should be a penalty. Yeah. You should lose a draft pick if you do that. No, that's that's a bit much. Let's nah. Let's, let's, let's calm down. Round, let's lose a seventh round draft pick over it. Let's calm down. <laughs> Nobody okay. cares about seventh round draft picks. Yeah, Nobody they don't does. want Brock Purdy <laughs> or Pacheco. Well, he can't win a Super Bowl. So. Yeah, and somebody respect Pacheco too. Somebody needs to respect Pacheco. No. I did. Okay, I put him on my hate list. I disrespect yeah. him. <laughs> he's he's got a ring. Disrespecto. Uh, on my hate list. <laughs> yeah, you have a ridiculous hate list too. So let's, I do not have a ridiculous hate you list. You do. It is ridiculous. Even it's John crazy. admits it. It's okay. It it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
Yeah, we discussed Especially that. Especially some yesterday. of your baseball ones. Remember, he there was some Dodger he was hating. Kirk Gibson. Yeah, Kirk Gibson. Kirk Gibson. Why would I not like Kirk? Why would I? Why not hate would Kirk you Gibson? hate Kirk Gibson? Dude, he hit that stupid home run in the World <laughs> Series. It ended it for us. It set the whole thing off. <laughs> Shouldn't you hate? They, this, and then he stumbled, stumbled around, you know, with his little "Oh, look at me, I can't walk." Because he couldn't walk. It was a legit Whatever. injury. Whatever. I hate Kirk Gibson. <laughs> you have a weird issue with Priest Holmes. Yeah, that's, that personal. That's, <laughs> that's personal. <laughs> what? Did he like say something to you? What do you mean? It's he personal? did it in our face in the end. He zone. doesn't know you oh exist. God. He made it personal. <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway. That would be the only thing that would make things worse is if Priest Holmes was playing on the Kansas City Chiefs while they're winning Super Bowls. So. Yeah, it might. It might. Hey, maybe they got him a ring. What if they gave him a ring for the first, the first one that they won against the Niners? What if they gave him one for just being a great Niner, a great Niner, a great uh, Chief? A great Chief, yeah. yeah good for him. Yeah. 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 Every time he wears it, people point him because he didn't earn that. This yeah. is like if the Lions would have made it to the Super Bowl. Everybody was like, they need to sign Barry Sanders to a one-game contract. Yeah. So, okay, I got one last question for stuff, and then we get our final thoughts. Um, how are you? The, I always get struggle with this part with odds going to the next season. Right? Oh boy! Here but we how go. are you? How are you the defending champ? And you are not the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl the Who's following the odds year. On favorite? The Niners. The Niners. Maybe they looked at like contracts that they have coming up and stuff like that. I think okay. I think so Mahomes has already proved that wrong, though. Who are the top five favorites? Uh, it's Niners first, then the Chiefs. Then the Lions, I think the Ravens. No, Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay, you're right. Green, Green Bay was number Bay. four. That's right. That's right. Seriously? Yes. Yep. Yes. That was the one that caught my eyes. Like, what? Okay, where do our teams fall? Uh, Cowboys were like eighth. Yeah. Raiders were like 22nd. Texans are probably like 12th. Let's see. Posted it. Where was that? It's somewhere. Yeah, it's you, I thought next. you posted it. Did you not post it? I don't think I posted. I it. don't think he did. Oh. You're gonna was have it, to. Who had Cooks googling it. Google it. Was it MFL NFL rumors? Was it? In dead air. All right, here we go. Twenty-five, two thousand twenty-five odds. You got the San Francisco 49ers at plus five hundred and fifty. Kansas City Chiefs at plus six hundred and fifty. Baltimore at plus nine hundred. Buffalo at plus nine hundred and fifty. Detroit at plus twelve hundred, Cincinnati plus twelve hundred. None of our teams have come up yet. Oh, no. Miami those at are, plus seventeen. Those are different. This is according to CBS. Uh, Philadelphia plus two thousand, Green Bay plus two thousand, Cowboys plus two thousand, Texans plus twenty two hundred. Um, you scroll down to the Raiders are plus ten thousand. Plus ten. Again, the Raiders are listed below the Patriots. And I the don't understand. I don't understand why they're not you're not the odds on favorite. Just I don't get that in either. General, it's 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 not every year, but I feel like more times than not, the Super Bowl champion is not the odds on favorite to win the yeah. following year. And so, but yeah, but it's I mean it's a Vegas thing too, right? It's a Vegas right. thing, yeah. So uh, I mean, they're they're probably trying to hedge some bets so people will will vote for the 49ers. Yeah, that's that is point. Yeah, some of that is not. On who they truly, you know what I mean. Sometimes they yes. make those things out there to get people to to bet on those teams. Yeah. So, mm. Anyway, it's just an odd thing to me. I always see. So, all right, to tie a nice nice bow in Super Bowl real fast. 
It was the most watched tele telecast in history. 123.4 million viewers across all platforms. Uh, there was 120 specifically just on CBS alone. It was the most streamed Super Bowl of all time so far. And it says it had more than 200 million viewers watched all or part of the Super Bowl across all the networks. So there you go. Super Bowl. Interesting. No surprise. So much more than anybody else. <laughs> it's, yeah. You put everybody else together and it's not even that. Yeah. So. And thank now because of uh, Taylor Swift, how many Chiefs fans more than there were uh, two months ago? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to know the revenue on increased Chiefs merch because of Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. Oh, and she's, yeah. She's been wearing all those like those designer jackets yeah. and stuff like that. Like, yeah. they're they're going to the roof. Well, that and I have to give credit to. I mean, I'm not the biggest Niners fan, but. Uh, the 49ers fullback, Juszczyk, his wife got a deal with the, not, with the NFL for her designer jackets, too. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think the one Swift wore is what she got from her. Mm -hmm. Well, with yeah. that numbers on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, we should talk about one thing real quick. Uh, the Waste Management Phoenix Open was awesome. <laughs> Good grief. Okay. It was oh, awesome. It got so out of control. Was it? I like definitely need to go. Just a, like a just frat a quick party. note. Is, wasn't that the same <laughs> tournament that they had in Happy Gilmore at the end of the Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was, right? Okay. Wow. Something else, man. I just saw bits and pieces, but it seems like that was out of control. Yeah. If it gets to the point where they stop letting people in and they shut off alcohol sales, you know, people, is th they've taken it too far. No, it's great. Okay. It's great, Mullins. All right. America. Let's not take away about how great it was. You had America. You had golfers getting into it with fans. You know, that's exactly how it should be. It's exactly how it should be. It's not it's Happy not Gilmore. It's totally Happy Gilmore. You want that so, crap? Go play for LIV. That's what the PGA is trying to become. They're trying to become the LIV of the PGA Tour. So, well, no, apparently this tournament has been this way for years. This is nothing new. Since the days of Happy Gilmore. Yeah. I just love it. It was this this awesome. I love the fact that there were people running into the, the sand pits, running into the ponds. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. I say <laughs> if if you're you if you're gonna that. allow that, you know, if that's if you want that, then mm -hmm. the golfers should be able to like whack these dudes when they come out there. What? <laughs> violence? No. Why are we having violence? <laughs> But it's that's the American their, way, fool. But if they break their putter or whatever, then they don't, they don't get replacements. Well, that's a risk well, that they're going to have to take. I mean, it depends. If so. if the hit is ranked a 10.0, you get to replace your club. Okay. No. Then you have a judge. Why are we Why are we having – these dudes are just yeah. inebriated, and they're just having a good time just, at a golf and, tournament. And why are the, we caddy, the caddy can snipe them. Oh. With what? What? A paintball gun. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> uh, these took dark. They look a little dark there for a yeah, second. Rory, Rory wouldn't hey. lower himself to this. <laughs> I don't know. Dog. He, he didn't play in this trade, did he? And that's right. He knew. He knew what? He knew. He he heard the rumors. He's seen the movie. What, whatever. 
But her Rory is jealous that he wasn't there. That's what that is. He, he probably was. didn't get invited. Rory, I've been saying Rory didn't even get invited. They didn't want him there. He's he's mapping out his his uh his major wins this year that are going to happen. That he'll is that what he's doing? fail when to win. Say, when you say majors, do you mean like good for him winning, or do you mean <laughs> actual majors? Actual majors, multiple. Hmm. Yeah, it's been a minute since he's won one. Yeah, well, he's won four. So, yeah, twenty years ago, mm, still won them. So, all right, let's wrap it up, gentlemen. Final thoughts, as always. Cook, lead us off. I just want to say congratulations to the Spurs for winning tonight. Oh yeah, nice, nice to get victory number eleven. And uh, oh my god, yeah, isn't that great? Uh, Wimby had ten blocks tonight. That was great. Triple double. How are Is that his first triple double? No, no, it's not his first. Yeah. Um, it's his second, I believe. Maybe his third. Uh, but he got with ten blocks. But my, my question is, Wendy, what the heck were you wearing when you showed up? What what was this crap? I, please don't be Cameron, or what's his name? Oh, uh, Cam Newton. Please don't be Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. I, don't, oh, yeah. I don't. Dear goodness, man, please don't. Didn't we be like French or something? A Russell yes. Westbrook, man. That's yeah. not. I don't want to see this crap. Um, it's just bad. Um, Super Bowl. That was a great game. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Chiefs, man. Great defense. Patrick Mahomes. Clutch as always. One of the greatest of all time, it seems like. Travis Kelsey, greatest tight end of all time. Good run. Uh, and I'm sick to say it. You guys are going to be a problem next year, too. You're probably even worse than you were this year. Thanks. That's great. Um, Texans, let's have a great offseason, please. Um, you know. I like the fact that we had the double dip for the rookie of the year. That's great. But uh expecting you guys to have even a better season next year. Uh, CJ Stroud and Will Anderson, let's get some key free agents in. Let's keep this momentum going. Um, keep it going. And then, you know, uh, baseball season starting up. I don't have any clue what Oakland's going to do. I really don't. It's just, this is just getting stupid. Get this done. Get it taken care of, please. Um, I'm not saying anything about Aggie baseball. But the Elko train, <laughs> the Elko Express, as it's been changed to, better get on board. It's going to be rolling soon. I can't wait. Spring ball's not too far away, man. Yeah, and, we didn't uh, even get into recruiting and yeah, bussy and all that. Yeah, yeah. did really well. I'm excited about it. Can't wait. And uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, it's only seven months or was it six months till the NFL season kicks off again. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll just leave the Aggie hype train bus whatever for you guys i mean we, we've had a recruiting class even better than this one and it didn't pan out so we'll see hopefully this works um yeah i'll, I'll keep it short and sweet a shout out to cocaine hippos uh <laughs> pablo keeping it real still got those those guys kicking uh kind of a negative shout out Max Crosby not getting at least one first place vote. I mean, come on, it, that's disrespect. <clears throat> and then uh, <clears throat> biggest shout out of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it to Kenneth. Present it in the email. Uh, we appreciate it. Spread it around. Tell everyone and more emails, please. That's it. <clears throat> that was good. Um, congrats to the Chiefs on a great victory. Uh, it really was good. Um, I have to get to my homes and read. Uh, over there for for getting uh that victory because it was good um definitely dynasty too much as i don't want to say it it's definitely a dynasty 
So hopefully the Cowboys can win one in the middle of all this Chiefs Super Bowl wins. Uh, we'll see. Um, Day 2500 is next weekend. Should be great. Um, I definitely will watch some. Yep. Um, baseball is around the corner, uh, college and pros. So I'm looking forward to the Rangers season uh, very much. Um, I'm hoping uh, they have some youngsters come up and contribute this year to go along with some of the vets that they have. Uh, it'd be nice to see. It's gonna be nice to see them raise a banner. I'm gonna definitely do my best to get there to opening day. Uh, see how it goes. Uh, yeah, and you know, I, I'll say this about Elko. It's definitely going fairly well. I'm not, like I said, I'm not on a train of any sort, but it's it's definitely going well. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, same thing. Send in more emails. Definitely, like I said, if you see anything on our uh, Facebook or uh, X page, uh, feel free to comment. Uh, even if it's something we don't necessarily agree with, feel free to comment. And that's all I got to say. Well, somebody's bound to agree with one of us because we all disagree with each other so much. So, so yeah. yeah Post some comments, true. send us emails. We love that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Congratulations, Chiefs. Um, any team that can beat the 49ers is okay in my book. So I'll, I'll take it where I can get it. I don't care who it is that beats them just as long as you beat them. Uh, and in my homes, yeah, it's that team is definitely a dynasty already. Um, how long they can maintain it, we'll see. They've got some good competition coming up. It's uh, it's not going to be easy road for them. <clears throat> the Cowboys need to look at those uh, those type of franchises and figure out what they're doing wrong and and you know do what those franchises do. Uh, outside of that, yeah. The Elk signing day was this past uh, week, and we got uh, got the number one athlete in the country, Terry Busey, a Bussy, sorry. Um, can't wait to see him in action. Uh, that dude can literally play in just about anything. You know, it's, you know, he probably could even block. Who knows? And but it looks like they're probably going to play him in corner, but they're going to get that dude the ball. <clears throat> so it'll be great to see that uh, Elko Express really taking off come springtime. Y'all better jump on. Aggie baseball yeah. is about to start up. You cannot wait. It's going to be a great year. So I'm sure y'all jump on that train probably after the first week. Y'all see how it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all yeah. get there. Don't worry. Don't have to uh dallas stars doing uh doing their thing they're actually leading the um the central uh in the western conference so they uh they're doing really well um and uh yeah the kings you know they're they're in there somewhere yeah, they're horrible yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not as bad as the, the blue jackets so you you got that for you I always have that. And uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Sad news over. I do have an amendment, and I'm ashamed that I forgot this. Uh oh. Congratulations to Andre Johnson for making the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It is awesome. It was super exciting to see that happen. And uh, we didn't even get into that discussion that you guys wanted to have. We'll save that for a later date. But yeah, yeah congratulations to Andre. And uh, yeah, great, well deserved. Would you guys say I'm the the bussy of the podcast? Bussy? Mm. 
can busted? do anything. Can pretty much do anything. Uh, bust? Yeah. Yes, you need yeah. a bust. Yeah. Sure, John. Yeah, I I think okay. there isn't well, there isn't true. anything you, there isn't anything you can't do, John. There that's, isn't anything. That's, that's right. If I put my mind to it, right? Yeah, me to say, you know. Yeah. Okay. You see that look yeah. on Carl Weathers' face behind you? Yeah. Even he's surprised at that. No, he's like, what? <laughs> of course. He's it's uh, inspiration. I did appreciate the Carl Weathers uh, R.I.P. Marshall too. That was good. Mm. All right.